I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact Parenting with Perspective, episode number nine. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for going on this journey with me. We are now on episode number nine, and today we are going to be talking about turning struggles into strengths. This is a super important topic. This is something that I see teenagers needing to develop the skill along with their parents, okay? I myself am also working on this. So it's super important. Stay with me. I'm going to share with you five simple keys to help you make the most out of your struggles. But before we do that, I want to thank all of you who have left me a positive review on iTunes. Thank you. If this podcast has helped you in any way, go ahead, head over to wherever you listen to it on and leave me a positive review. Also, if you haven't yet joined our free Facebook group, the Be The Change Challenge, come join us. This is an awesome group where I give you daily things to work on. There's the first five episodes of this podcast are all about five simple exercises, simple practices that you can do to empower yourself as a parent. So if you haven't joined us, I want to invite you. Go to benpewcoaching.com slash challenge and get the details. Come join us. It's a fun, it's a good place to grow as a parent. Okay, so with that being said, we are going to move on and we are going to talk about turning struggles into strengths. And I want to read a quick quote to you. This is by Robert Two. I don't know him. He's an author. I don't know anything more than that, but I like this quote. And it says, the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. Don't give up. I love that quote because it really resonates with me. When I was a teenager, I got in tons of trouble at school and I just thought it was a big problem. Now that I have hindsight of 2020, I realize, hey, that was developing the strength and the skills that I needed to be a powerful principal, to be someone who has an impact on the lives of parents and their teenagers. So I really do believe that our struggles of today are preparing us for tomorrow. Now, to really understand struggling, we have to understand like multiple views of it. One of the things I want to talk about real quickly is that struggling gets a bad rap. It, like, we look down on struggling. We look at it as a problem. We look at it as something that needs to be avoided. Uh, we see it in society, in social media. Like, struggling is looked down upon. Now, to understand this, we need to understand how our human brain has evolved. Like, our brain is really good at being efficient. It doesn't like to waste energy, it likes to just be as efficient as possible. And so, when we're in a struggle, like that's not very efficient. We consume more energy. 
it's exhausting, and our brain is hardwired to avoid struggle. It's not that we're lazy. It's not that we're bad. It's just that's how our brain has evolved. It wants to be efficient. It doesn't like to do hard things. And so naturally, we avoid struggling. And as a consequence of that, like struggling gets a bad rap. And we'll kind of, we see this in society where we look down on people who are struggling with drug addiction, pornography, struggling in school. And we kind of look down on that and shame them and praise people for not struggling with those things. And so struggling gets a bad rap. And a lot of our teenagers don't have a healthy relationship with struggling because they think it means that there's something wrong with them. They are listening to the narrative of society that, oh, that's bad. It should be avoided. When in reality, struggling is just giving us new strength, new skills. So struggling gets a bad rap, but there are some positive things that we we appreciate about struggling. Uh, the truth is, like most of us cheer for the underdogs. Uh, my football team isn't the greatest, and they're usually underdogs, and so I always root for them. But even when they're like when it comes to other teams, when I'm watching college football and you've got Clemson or Alabama and they're playing the underdog, I root for the underdog. We appreciate struggle. We value that. Um, we listen to motivational speakers who have overcome struggles, who have overcome adversity, drug addiction, the worst possible things imaginable. And we appreciate, we value their story, their ability to struggle and triumph. So yes, struggling gets a bad rap, but we all also appreciate that and we see the value. And the thing that we're afraid of is that we just don't want to struggle and lose and get beaten down. When the thing that we should be focusing on is that going through our struggles, like we're winning. We're winning more strength, more experience. And that kind of changes the way we look at it. Another truth about struggling is that everyone struggles. It's not just our teenagers. I have clients from all over the world. I have clients from different socioeconomic backgrounds. Wealthy people struggle. Poor people struggle. Men, women, boys, girls. Everyone struggles. That's part of the human existence, which one of the great things about struggling, that is what connects us. I, I talked about motivational speakers. We're connected to them because of their struggle. That humanizes them and we realize, oh, hey, I connect with them here because I too struggle. And also, struggles are nothing more than an opportunity to grow. And yeah, it's hard, but it doesn't mean anything's good, doesn't mean anything's bad. It's just an opportunity for growth. Okay, so I want to take a minute and I want to give you a handful of keys. I want to give you five simple keys to help you harness the power of your struggles. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not saying, hey, these are the only keys or this is an all-inclusive list. This is a list of some of the keys that I feel like have been the most beneficial in my life and in the lives of the clients that I've worked with, both parents and teenagers. So I'm sharing with you 
the things that I think are important that I've used to help myself and my clients. But again, it isn't like the end all list. And also this list of five simple keys is not meant to take away from your struggle or magically make your struggling easier. Struggles are hard and that's just part of it. And when I say I don't want to take away from your struggle, some people's struggles are different from our own. And I'm not saying one struggle is greater or worse or better or anything than another. Struggling is hard. And these keys are just to help you get through it and make the most out of it. Okay, so key number one is that you can change your perspective and your mindset when it comes to struggling. The way you think about the struggle will determine how you feel about it, which influences the actions that you take and changes the result that you get from that struggle. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm struggling, there's something wrong with me, or I shouldn't be struggling with this, we experience a lot of shame. And that changes how we go through that struggle. How you're feeling in the middle of a struggle, that's an indicator of what you're thinking. A lot of times we don't really know what we're thinking, but we can tell what we're feeling. And sometimes if we're feeling shame, it's because we're thinking thoughts that, oh, this means I'm not good enough. This means so-and-so won't like me or anything like that. Our thoughts create the emotions that we have around struggling. Uh, We talked about that in the last episode where we talked about the model. It applies to our struggles as well. Okay, so the second one is that rather than focusing on the obstacles, focus on the opportunities. Now, yes, this is very closely related to mindset and it, it goes hand in hand, but it's so powerful. And I'm not saying that we just find the silver lining and we're like, oh, well, at least this good thing is happening. Because that oftentimes takes away from our struggle or the other person's struggle. It's okay for the struggle to suck. It's okay for it to be rough and a negative experience. What we want to do is we want to take all of that negative and we want to balance it with some positive. So, This sounds simple, but it is so hard, okay? A lot of times it takes a lot of creativity to find the opportunities, to find the opportunities for growth. It's easy, it's natural to find all the negative things like, oh, this isn't working, I'm struggling with this, this is bad. It takes some creativity and some exploration to be like, you know what, what opportunities are here? And finding them. What benefits can come from this? How am I growing? That's one thing that it doesn't make the struggle easier, but it does help put it into perspective. When we can see, okay, here's how I'm growing. One of the ways that I see this with both parents and teenagers, one of their struggles is when they get upset, they treat people that they love poorly. They yell, they snap, they say mean things. A lot of times we can identify, oh, I'm struggling, I'm stressed about work or school. But you know what, this time around, I've treated people with love and kindness. So I am growing. And it just it doesn't make the struggle any easier. But it does give us something to be happy about something to be proud about. Okay, so the third step is or key 
again, this isn't like a list of steps, like first do this, first do this, then this. No, it's just some keys. Use them in any order. Use all of them. Use some of them as you see fit. Okay, so the third key is to stop trying to fix or hide or change your struggle and embrace it. This is something I see with a lot of parents, a lot of teenagers. They're ashamed of what they're struggling with. Uh, I had a parent who was just ashamed that her teenager was struggling with pornography. When we feel ashamed of our struggle, that intensifies the negative emotions that we feel around that struggle. So I want to help you understand, when we resist the struggle, when we try and hide it, when we try and change it, it increases the struggle. It increases the discomfort that we feel associated with the struggle. And viewing your struggle as a problem that needs fixed, that leads to shame. Anytime we think there's a problem with us, we feel shame. So this, again, is really tied to mindset, but being aware, okay, I like to hide my struggles. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let some people know that I'm struggling with this and I'm going to quit trying to hide it and quit trying to do it alone. One of the benefits of this is that oftentimes the quickest way to grow from struggling is to embrace the discomfort that goes with it. That way, rather than pushing that discomfort away and trying not to experience it, we just fully experience it. We realize, okay, I can do this struggle because I know it doesn't get any worse than this. All right. Now, the fourth one is identifying the skills that will help you through the struggle. Every struggle is just an opportunity to learn new skills, to grow, to practice new behaviors. When you're struggling, identify, okay, what are some skills that I could be learning that would help alleviate this? I know when I was a teenager and I struggled in school, it was just the skill of studying that I didn't develop until I was in college. But it made the struggle of school so much more manageable when I was like, you know what, I'm going to proactively learn the skill of struggling. I'm going to set a timer or learn the skill of studying. Sorry, they both start with an S. And I would set a timer and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to study from now until here. And I'm not very good at studying, but I'm just going to do it so I can learn the skill. Every struggle comes with a set of skill. Sometimes it's a skill that you learned before that you need to take to a new level. Other times it's a new skill. But when we identify that, it's kind of like weightlifting at the gym. We're not necessarily looking for the struggle to get easier We want to develop the skill and the ability, the strength to do it with ease, to make it look easy. Okay. And number five is to trust the process. A lot of times struggling is just hard and we're going to struggle with something until we're done. And sometimes that process will take days. Sometimes it'll take months. I know people who have struggled with the same thing for years. In the moment, it's hard, but trust the process. Trust the, pro- the process above. Trust the skills that we've learned. Trust that your struggle is making you stronger. Trust that it is giving you the strength that you will need in the future. 
Sometimes that's all we can do. Sometimes we throw out all five of these keys or four of these keys that I've talked to you about and we just hang our hat on trusting the process. By doing this, we empower ourselves. So I wanted to give you an example of what this might look like. Uh, Maybe your teen is struggling with behaviors at school. Maybe they are getting bad grades. Maybe they keep getting in trouble. As a parent, you have the power to change your perspective and your mindset when it comes to the struggle. Rather than adopting the story of other people where they're like, oh, your teen's going to ruin their life. Oh, if they don't do school well now, they won't be able to go to college. They won't blah, blah, blah. Change your perspective. You don't have to adopt the narrative that everyone else is telling you. I barely graduated high school. I got like a 2.00 something, just good enough grade point average that I could play sports. And I had to do a lot of catch up because I messed around. I sloughed school. I got suspended. I, I had to catch things up. If I would have believed the narrative of the people who told me, hey, you're never going to graduate. You're never going to be able to go to college. Just go learn how to do some manual labor. If I would have adopted, well, I did for a while. If I would have stayed in that mentality, I never would have become a teacher and then a principal. So as a parent, realize you get to choose your perspective. You get to choose your mindset, the narrative that you tell about your teenager's struggle. And the power of this is that our teenagers adopt our mindsets. They We don't even have to speak our mindset. They follow our lead and they adopt our thinking. Okay, another way that this would look, uh, the second key, rather than focusing on the obstacles, focus on the opportunities. Maybe you as a parent are struggling to connect with your teenager. Maybe they're into drugs or maybe they're into something that you don't agree with and you're struggling to connect with them. Rather than focusing on the thing that you don't agree with, I don't know, selling vapes, doing drugs, focus on the opportunity at hand. Focus on, oh, hey, my teenager is really worried about us financially and he's trying to earn extra money. I can connect there. Find the obstacle and focus on that. I mean, sorry, find the opportunity and focus on that rather than letting the obstacle consume all of your attention. Okay, another example. This is for key number three. Stop trying to fix the problem or hide it or change it and embrace it. As parents, a lot of times we hide our struggles. We don't want to know that our, or we don't want our children to know that we're struggling with something, that we're worried, that we have anxiety. Stop trying to fix it and just allow it. Stop trying to hide it and share with your teen. This is a perfect opportunity to connect with them. I hear more teens talking about anxiety and stress and just being worried all the time. And when I talk to their parents, their parents are like, man, I'm worried all the time. And I'm like, have you ever talked to your teen about this? Help your teen realize, hey, struggles are a part of life. I have my own struggles and here they are. Be vulnerable rather than trying to hide it. Share it. Okay, here's an example of the fourth key, identifying a skill that will help you through the struggle. Um, 
one of the examples that comes to mind is I have parents that are struggling to communicate with their child. They want some boundaries, but they don't clearly communicate. When they try and talk, they get in an argument. There's a skill there that can be developed, the develop, or the skill of communication. And that doesn't happen overnight. But all of a sudden, we take our focus off of the struggle, off of the problem that we're experiencing, and we're like, oh, you know what? We're going to focus on communication because I want to develop this skill in our family. So to help me as a dad develop this skill, let's go on a drive once a week, and we're just going to talk. Or maybe I'll sit down and play Fortnite with you so we can talk and we can build this communication skill. Developing skills, again, it's like going to the gym. It better prepares you to do the heavy lifting of struggling because it gives you that skill that you need to start to perform some of these struggles more effortlessly. Okay, and then the fifth one, trusting the process. I'll give you an example of my own life. I struggled in school for years. I got suspended multiple times. I almost dropped out because I felt like I had no hope. My parents trusted the process. They knew that, okay, you know what? Ben is struggling right now, but we know he's a good kid. And I don't know how it's all going to connect, but someday these struggles will help him. He will become a powerful person because of this. Help your teenagers understand, hey, everyone struggles. It's not the end of the world. It's not bad. This is an opportunity for growth. So I like to help parents understand, so where do you start from here? Don't think that you need to implement all five of those keys immediately. Just start by getting curious. Explore what are your struggles as a parent and practice one of the five keys. When you notice that your teenager is struggling, get curious. See where their struggle is. See where they could maybe apply some of these keys and then teach them. Don't try and force it on them, but just say, hey, I noticed you're struggling in math. Would you like to learn just one skill that's not even related to math, but I think it could help you become better at math. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh wait, you want to teach me a skill that's not even related to math? Like the skill that helped me in math was simply putting my homework in a binder. And all of a sudden when I didn't lose it and I could go home and suffer my way through the homework, I got better grades. But when I didn't put it in a binder, I'd lose my homework, I'd never do it. So get curious, how can you teach some of these to your teenager? Not to fix them, not to make their struggle go away, but to show up in your role as a parent to support them in their struggles. Now, I just want to remind you, we cannot change our teens, and we don't want to. If they're right in the middle of a heavy struggle right now, maybe they've broken up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, maybe they've gotten a new job and they're really struggling under the weight of all that responsibility. We can't change our teens. We can't make them handle struggles better. But we can change our perspective. And we can trust that by me as a dad, by you as a parent, changing your perspective when it comes to your teen struggles and your own struggles, we can trust that that will help our teenagers also change their perspective when it comes to struggling. 
one of the things that I hear a lot when I work with teenagers is that they're just ashamed that they're struggling with something. They think they're the only one in the world who's struggling with their weight or with anxiety or with depression. Help them understand, no, everyone's struggling and it's okay. This isn't the end of the world. It's not even a bad thing. It's an opportunity for growth. So that's what I've got for you today. My hope is to really help you as a parent have a new powerful perspective when it comes to struggling. Embrace it. Help your teenager understand, hey, yeah, it's natural for us as human beings to avoid this. But you know what? You're right in it and you're learning something. Let's together change the negative narrative that we as a society have when it comes to struggling. And let's really adopt this core belief that we have when we're rooting for the underdog, when we're listening to motivational speakers. Let's help our teenagers understand, hey, we respect the power of struggling and you're in it. And someone watching you might really appreciate just the diligence that you're going through this. All right. So thank you guys for listening. That's all I've got for you today. If you are knee deep in the middle of your own struggles, I work with parents and their teenagers one-on-one to help them turn struggles into strengths. This isn't something that you just learn overnight. This is something that it's a skill that's developed and practiced over time. If you would like to work with me and find out how you can turn your struggles into strengths and how you can help support your teenager in their struggles, go ahead and schedule a free consultation at benpewcoaching.com slash mini. All right, guys, thank you for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.